Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Today, we'll take a look at a historically significant action by Meridian City Council, the Bosque Countywide Garage Sale Weekend, and a gathering around the Rattlesnake Ballroom in Walnut Springs. We'll take a look at some upcoming events, the Meridian Public Library, and your local arrest report. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. Thursday, July 16th, volunteers met to lay the final pallets of sod at the now almost complete amphitheater. To begin, we'll listen to what Jack Cameron had to say at the last Meridian City Council meeting about the man behind the name of the now official John A. Lomax Amphitheater. I'm pleased to announce that phase one of our master park plan is near completion. It should be done before the end of the month. And that, of course, is our amphitheater. Everything needs a name, and I have brought this before the Parks Board for their approval and, and recommending and suggesting the name of John A. Lomax Amphitheater. I've had a lot of exchange with John A. Lomax III, his family. He is in Nashville and uh, is in the music business. This is a, an email I got from John A. Lomax III. All branches have checked in, and we are unanimously in favor. It is a significant honor for a man who led the way to preserving thousands of pieces of our nation's cultural expression and awakening Americans to our common heritage. His son, Alan, and daughter, Bess Lomax Haas, are both winners of the Presidential Medal of Arts, and three generations of John Lomaxes have also made significant contributions to American music. John Avery's great-granddaughter, Lindsay Smith, has said it might be possible for her to attend the opening ceremony, so I'll keep her informed regarding that day. Again, thank you very much for uh, thanking Mr. Lomax for his fitting on. Councilmember Jackie Hatley was also there to volunteer and had this to say. I just want to thank everybody that's come out and helped us lay grass. It just is looking so good out here, and I know there's been some misconceptions among the general public that the city is paying for part of this. I just want it to be really clear the city is not paying for any of this. This is all private donations. And as a matter of fact, we've only raised half of the money. So anybody who would like to go to City Hall and make a donation and just make out your check to Parks and Recreation, it will go to finish this amphitheater. We're so excited about it and we're gonna have a grand opening on September 19th. We just want everybody to come out and look at it and enjoy what the citizens of Meridian have done. Citizens will have every opportunity to enjoy all this because we're going to do frisbee golf. We've got movie stuff. We're having concerts. We've got all kinds of plans for this. So if you have anything you want to do with it, let us know. It may be a viable thing that we haven't thought of. It will be a fitting dedication as both Lomax and the amphitheater represent an open place for everyone. All members of the community are invited to use the space to highlight local performers and expressions of the arts. Members of the family will try to attend the official dedication event now set for September 19th. The ceremony will include a musical performance, which is in the works now for the upcoming event. As for the amphitheater, those that stop by as the day turns to dusk will now see the new lights finished rock work, and freshly laid green grass. To the news desk. COVID-19 has changed the landscape of America. Goodall Witcher Healthcare reported that 49 positive cases were confirmed Friday, July 17th, while 80 testees awaited results. 
A total of 1,391 have been tested, of which 1,262 came back negative. The U.S. has broken its record of single-day diagnoses nine times this month. People of all ages can be infected and transmit the virus. An estimated 3.78 million cases have been confirmed, while deaths total 142,000. Those age 85 and up are the most affected group, according to the CDC, but deaths have occurred for those age 0 to 34. While the impact is less, deaths are still occurring across all age groups. Complicating COVID-19 is cases of pneumonia, the flu, and more, which can doubly attack the human immune system. And now we want to share a quick announcement regarding exciting developments here in the newsroom. The Bosque County Blast is in the process of building the biggest business directory in Bosque County. You can claim your business today by calling 254-707-1320 and leave a message if we don't pick up. Or contact us through Facebook at Bosque County Blast or online at bosquecountyblast.com. The Bosque County Wide Garage Sale Weekend received many visitors, though some sellers reported a low turnout throughout the various towns. Other sales observed had vehicles stopping steadily throughout the day. Bobby Daniels. All right, awesome. And I'm not any kind of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I clean out storage lockers, so I got some stuff. That's how I get most of my stuff. And right. there's no oxygen going on right now, so I can't run it through. It's been good. Been a lot of people. It'll probably be more tomorrow. Because tomorrow, pe people's working today. And so, and you know, don't get out as much. But there'll be people out driving around tomorrow. And we're enjoying ourselves. It's not too hot here in the shade. One owner that held a yard sale in Meridian was popular, with a lot of foot traffic. She wore a mask and talked to those interested in buying items on the lawn. So it's been absolutely great. And so many people, I'm really surprised, so many people who have come are surprised about the Bosque County sale. They did not know it. Yeah, huh. They just happened to see the signs and came in here. We have sold furniture. We have more for sale. We have sold pots and pans, sold some antique things. Um, still have a few to go, but it's been a really good sale so far. All right. We're very well pleased, even with the heat and the pandemic. We, you know, it's outdoors, so we don't object to the people who don't wear masks, but we, we prefer to do so. Yeah. Bring them on. Excellent. <laughs> I want to get rid of this stuff. Yeah. The event was smaller than previous years. It was reported the number of participants fell far below those in the past. The current public health situation is to blame. However, for the real bargain hunters, nothing could stand in their way. Others joined in with local businesses that were open, benefiting from some of the traffic. Executive Director Marianne Warner had this to say about the Meridian Public Library book sale. We are here at the library and we're doing a big book sale to offset some of the costs of the library. And so all of the donations and any books that you take and all of the things we have displayed outside in front of the library and then a block away we've got a big cart of books so just come on down make a donation to your local library meridian public library because we really need your support to help with the operating costs of running the library and we're also offering curbside service for anyone who has a library card to come in to uh, our email the library isn't open just yet, but to our email or call us and we will prepare the books for you, check them out and hand them to you as you come to the door. 
can pick anything you want, DVDs, audiobooks, regular books. We're happy to serve you. If you need something easily printed, we can help you with that. Mm -hmm. And we also have our summer reading program every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Miss Erin reads a book, yeah. and then we provide crafts to those children who are signed up for the summer reading program. That takes place every Tuesday on Facebook. Now that the sale is over, here's what Jackie Mursky of Bosky Animal Rescue Kennels had to say about the upcoming rummage sale benefit and how garage sailors can donate what they didn't sell. We are having our annual rummage sale going on July 31st and August 1st at the uh, Clifton Civic Center. And we'll publish times on our Facebook. We'll have some posters hanging up. But our main thing is, is having enough donations for the sale. And we understand that the countywide garage sale is going on right now. So while everyone's having and hopefully having a successful sale, we understand that even after the sale, you still have some junk. And if it's not too much trouble to drop that by on Thursday, we have a public drop-off uh, time between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. at the Clifton Civic Center. And that would be Thursday, July 30th. So our sale would be the next day. So try to give us some good stuff. We, we definitely don't want anything broken. We definitely don't need any semi broken, you know, like glass or anything like that. So we really want um, to help our dogs and keep in mind when you're donating that the more we sell, the more we can spay and neuter for the county, the more that we can help people feed dogs because COVID is really impacting people right now. We're kind of getting into those months where people are feeling it. They're starting to ration. We're just finding more and more that we need to get these, these doggies some dog food and spay-neuters. Dragonfly Therapy Services and Institute now offers teletherapy as Dr. Julie Merriman is passionately making a difference. Merriman holds years of expertise, clinical practice, and ongoing instructions to students, keeping the edge to solve problems in the process. For the Empowered Energy Journal, visit juliemerrimanphd.com. That's Julie, M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N-P-H-D.com. She hones in on emotional blocks with a dual focus on spiritual and practical psychology. Merriman also has expertise with yoga, utilizing exercise to achieve peak mental health while providing a caring and comfortable environment. She's a Charlton State and Texas Tech grad, married to a local state trooper. She has her own YouTube channel called Julie Merriman, PhD. Dragonfly provides socially distanced in-person sessions, online and group therapy services in these trying times. For more information, visit at dragonfly.therapy.services on Facebook. Don't forget to leave a like before you go. Moving to the local arrest report. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a Clifton man Saturday, July 11th. Chad Powell was charged with forgery of a financial instrument between $30,000 and $150,000 enhanced on a parole warrant. Local authorities detained a Walnut Springs man Wednesday, July 15th. He was charged with harassment. Bosque County law enforcement agents arrested a Meridian woman Thursday, July 16th. She was charged with criminal mischief between $100 and $750. For our final segment today, we'll head to the Rattlesnake Ballroom in Walnut Springs. 
Owner Laura Bush provided food, a motorcycle, and car wash, and more to cover expenses in lieu of bar closures statewide. Chairs and stools were stacked on the tables inside, but some congregated around the ones outside and, of course, the wash station. Here's what Bush had to say about the whole thing. I'm actually a trained chef. I just don't want to be one when I grow up. So having this place here um, has allowed me to be able to express my culinary passions in small increments, provide good quality, delicious food. I don't want people sitting here drinking and getting plastered on an empty stomach. I want them to have access to, to food, but I don't want it to be processed so I, I don't like proverbial bar foods. Bush doesn't want to lose the business as a result of COVID-19. She feels Governor Greg Abbott's executive orders that specifically designate the establishments that must close as those that sell over 51% sales of alcohol, the determining factor, and this is across the state of Texas, is unfair. As most people know, the governor shut down 51% bars. So what designates us as 51% is, is the way we're licensed. So you're either a 51% red or you're 51% blue. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details, but what, one of the things that set the big uh, defining factor there is the ratio of alcohol to food sales. So you can't just, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and start selling more food and I'll be able to stay open. My license doesn't change. It still says blue. Therefore, I can't legally let my customers inside. Even if I were to remove every drop of alcohol from my bar and only sell food, the state would still take my license. We labeled it as a protest because we are protesting this. We're trying to raise awareness for the differences and the injustice that's happening because a 51% bar that's red just has a different ratio of food sales, but their bar is still just as packed. And please understand, I'm not sliding them for that. God bless them for being able to be open, but I'm part of the Texas Bar and Nightclub Alliance, which is a um, an organization here in Texas. It's the only organization that represents our industry. And they have put together an amazing legal team and sued the governor. We actually have a court hearing this Wednesday, July 22nd. A week that we're closed down, 25% of bars do not survive. So when you think about the average bar employing, let's say just six people, and you've got 7,000 bars across the state, do the math. That's how many people are being affected by this. Despite the state of the nation and COVID-19, she recently had the bar cleaned with a new service that is coming back into practice. It ensures that the virus stays away from surfaces and across the restaurant for these types of establishments, as long as regular cleaning and sterilization is practiced daily. We brought ViroClear in and they sprayed our building. It is a one-time permanent solution that kills 99.9% of virus and bacteria on contact. So anything in my bar that human hands would touch, including pool sticks, uh, chairs, toilet seats, faucets, doorknobs, countertops, walls, everything has been sprayed. The rattlesnake was one of the first to receive this treatment, but schools and others have been joining in. But there was more than meets the eye of a needle even here. Volunteers traveled to wash bikes and cars, with all proceeds going to pay the bills at Rattlesnake. One man set up a stand selling patches and offering to stitch them onto the leather. He had a 1920 Singer sewing machine and had this to say about how many layers of leather he's managed to get through with a single needle. 
I think this is a cast iron singer. And even with the heavy duty needles, we can work through up to four layers of leather with this. Most seams are easy to get through. But like I was saying, I went through one that was a double seam and it had eight layers and I had to work it's about 20 minutes, 10, 20 minutes, something like that to get about a half inch through. But it made it. I had to change the needle right afterwards, but it made it. Nice. But uh, yeah, we use it for pretty much everything. Be sure to follow them at Treads Threads on Facebook to learn more about what he does and has to offer. And that's T-R-E-A-D-Z, T-H-R-E-A-D-Z. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Visit BoskeCountyBlast.com to keep up with what's happening in Bosque County. Follow us on Facebook at Bosque County Blast for more this week and look out for Thursday's episode. Keep an eye out for live videos as well as staff often likes to check in while on assignment. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Thank you for listening.